I titled this message, Is His Name Sweet to You? Yes. past two or three days I've been singing that song, Holy and Anointed One. And the chorus says, uh, Your name is like honey on my lips. And uh, I began to think about that last night. I began to think about His name. And how it truly is for me, it's like honey on my lips. I love to say His name. I love the the power, the authority that there is with His name. I love the comfort I receive from His name. Knowing that He's with me. I can just call on His name and He's there. He loves me and cares about me that much. Man, it, it is a sweet taste in my mouth when I say His name. Jesus. There's power in that name. But do you find comfort in the name of Jesus? You know, not everybody does. Let's look in the Word. Look in 1 Peter chapter 2 this morning. First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter 2 verse 6. Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. And he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unless you therefore which believe... Or excuse me, let me start over. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient... The stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. Even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. So you see that name that we hold to be so precious, to those that don't believe it's a stone of stumbling, it's a rock of offense. It kind of grinds on them, doesn't it? You ever find yourself apprehensive with even using the name Jesus around certain people? Find yourself there sometimes, don't you? Because you know that person, you know how they feel about it, maybe from past experience, you know it's better to leave God out of this, right? We shouldn't be that way. He's precious to me. I shouldn't be ashamed to say His name. If anything, I should hold it in higher regard. I should should all the more want to use His name. Because He's so great. Because He's so mighty. Because of what He's done for me. I ought to be just... Man, any chance I've got, I ought to be wanting to tell somebody about Jesus and what He's done. But we find ourselves holding back. So I'm going to ask you again. I may ask you a few times today. Is that name sweet to you? Is it like honey on your lips? When you say His name, are you worried about what somebody's going to think? See, when I eat something good, I, ain't, I don't care what somebody thinks about it. Man, this tastes good, right? I don't care if you like it or not. Because to me, it tastes good. The name of Jesus is the same way. To you, it tastes good. It doesn't matter how somebody else feels about it. You ought to remember what He's done for you and how great 
It is to worship and praise the King of Kings. You ought to be willing at the drop of a hat to tell somebody about His goodness and greatness. Shouldn't be any hesitation. Don't worry about if you're going to offend them. I worry a whole lot more about am I going to offend my King, my Savior, my Master. You see, you need to personalize this, people. That song said, My Jesus, My Savior. He is my Jesus. He's my Savior. I belong to Him. It's a personal relationship. Is His name sweet to you? I'm telling you one thing, church. If you don't find some sweetness in the name of Jesus, you need to evaluate yourself. You need to evaluate your spiritual uh, status right now. Because if He didn't do something great for you, you need to be looking for what it is He can. And if He did do something great for you and you don't find sweetness in the name of Jesus, then you need to go back and look and find out where it is you got off track. Why is He not important to you? Why is His name not good enough for you to say? He's the mighty King. He pulled me out of a horrible pit place I couldn't get out of on my own. And still does to this day. I find myself back in those places sometimes. But all I've got to do is call on the name of Jesus and my sins are washed away. Justified, made righteous in His presence. A righteousness that I could never attain on my own. Never. You see, I'm going to try to live good. I'm going to try. Y'all, I ain't going to succeed all the time. But in His presence, I'm righteous because of what Jesus put on my account. So, I want you to think about this. That word I just read says that to those who believe, He's precious. So those times that you want to hold back and not tell somebody about Jesus... Is He precious to you right then? Or has He become a stone of stumbling? A rock of offense? Think about it. I know those words may not mean a whole lot in today's vernacular, but I'm here to tell you if, if you are holding back trying to share Jesus with somebody, that must mean you are a little offended at what He represents. It must mean there's some... There's something there that ain't quite right in you. Because He's nothing but truth. And if you hold Him to be precious, really, truly hold Him to be precious, then you holding that back, you trying to cover up that you're a Christian, not wanting to divulge how you truly feel about Jesus, says something about your character. Right? It says something about you. It says something about your relationship with God. Turn to Philippians chapter 2. Start in verse 5. 
Let this mind be in you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You know what that means? That means, here's how Jesus acted, here's what Jesus did, you ought to do and act the same way. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Think like He thought. Who being in the form of God. How many of y'all know Jesus was God? Jesus is God. Don't, don't, Don't make Him less than He is. Okay? He is God. Revealed to you in human flesh. Okay? He's God. Now read. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Why? Because He is God. It's not some crazy thing He made up to try to put Himself on the same plane as God. He is God. The Word tells us that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And guess what? The Word was God. Verse 7. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7. But made Himself of no reputation. He didn't come as some wealthy individual with a lot of stroke in the world. Made himself of no reputation. Listen now, listen to these words. He made himself of no reputation. You know what that means? He chose to come the way he came. And took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now remember those things I just told you. How Jesus came, he humbled Himself, became obedient unto death. He come as a servant. And now remember what verse 5 said. Let this mind be in you just as it was in Christ Jesus. Look, you call yourself a Christian, right? We all consider ourselves Christians here today. Our minds need to be like His. We need to be humble servants. We need to have the mind of Christ. Listen, He was God and He, He was in heaven and He descended. He condescended Himself to our level. He brought Himself down to our level. He didn't have to do that. He's God. But He did it anyway. He came down to our level. Listen, His name is sweet, y'all. His name is precious. You should hold it dear to your heart. That's why it's so terrible to hear GD in a movie or on TV. When somebody uses that name, you ought to take offense. It ought to be precious to you. You should not allow somebody to talk about your God like that in your presence. 
I just can't stand it when somebody out of frustration says, Oh, Jesus! Like that's somehow going to fix something. Or change something about their situation. Listen to me, that name is precious! The offense ought to be on their side. When they say it, you ought to rise up with some boldness like David did when he heard that giant calling out about his God. And say, no, I don't care what the obstacle looks like. I don't care what it is that I'm facing. I am not going to stand by even if I fall. I'm not going to stand by and let somebody talk about my Jesus, my Savior that way. And he didn't. He rose up with boldness that that nobody else in that army had. He wasn't even a soldier. He said, no, you ain't going to talk about my God like that. It ain't going to happen on my watch. Is His name sweet to you? I'm here to tell you today, we've been so desensitized by TV... It's commonplace to hear God this, God that, Jesus this, and it don't have anything to do with somebody worshiping His name. But you become so desensitized to it because you hear it every day, non-stop, on the radio, on TV. You see it in the newspaper, on the internet, wherever. People use that name like it's something casual, like it's common. Do y'all remember the time in the Old Testament? They were moving the Ark of the Covenant. And something happened. All of a sudden, they had it on a cart, you know. That thing kind of tilted and the the Ark was going to slide off. And this man reached up to catch it, right? You think, man, he's trying to help out, right? You know why that was wrong? Because He handled something that was pure and holy and undefiled in a common manner. He handled it in a common manner. The name of God is no different. I ain't here to tell you today that you'll be struck down because you say the name of God in the wrong way, but I'm here to tell you today it ought to prick you in your heart when you hear somebody or you do it yourself, say God's name without giving Him reverence. You don't handle the things of God in a common manner. There should be respect for the house of God in the same way. I won't allow my kids to come in here with a hat on their head. Y'all may think it's foolish and old-fashioned. I don't care. It's a, it's a symbol of respect. You take that hat off, right? I know there ain't nothing in that hat. This ain't a common place. This ain't a common place. This ain't my house. This ain't the park. This ain't the mall. This is the house of God. Listen, when they built the temple, what did they do? Y'all remember reading about how they built the temple? Do you know they took special care handling the materials they were going to build with? Not just anybody could go work. we got several people in here that either do or have worked in construction. And you know, you'll hire anybody that's willing to work, right? Put them to work. Ain't that right, Lemuel? If they'll work, man, put them to it. You don't really spend a lot of time questioning them about their background, things they've done, things they've been through. Are you sanctified to work on this house? 
Look, we just need to get a house built, right? But when those people were building the temple, what did He do? Oh, man, look. You had to be sanctified. You had to be purified before you did any of this. This ain't a common building we're building. This is the house of the living God. That's the kind of reverence they had for those things. And listen, we want to use His name in a negative way. It ought not to be that way, should it? We shouldn't even even tolerate that. What do you think would happen if tomorrow morning, y'all, it just gets all over me, somebody will call me needing help with a computer problem and they start cursing. This blanking thing, blankety blank, that, I just want to hang up on them. And I've told guys before, I need to do it more often. Look, why don't you call me back when you can clean your mouth up a little bit? I don't need to hear that. Why don't I do that every time? Why do I just let it go? It ain't just the profanity. But when they start to use His name, man, something inside me ought to just kick off and say, hold on a minute. You don't call me using the name like that. That's the name of my God. That's the name of my Savior that redeemed me. Use it as a witnessing platform right there. Break down the Word to them. Tell them, listen to me. That name you just used is precious to me. Tell Him what you did. They may hang up before you're done. That's what you ought to be seeing. That's the effect we ought to see in this world. People want to distance themselves. They're either drawn to it or they ought to be repelled. We should not be living in peace with sin in this world. We ought to call it as we see it. People ought to say, man, I don't want to be around Him because every time I am, He wants to talk about God. So last time somebody said that about you? Y'all, I don't think anybody's ever said that about me. Ain't that sad? I don't want to be around Him. All He ever does is talk about God. Every time I've got some kind of problem, He wants to bring God into the situation. I'm ashamed of myself. Standing here before you this morning, I ain't no better than anybody else. I'm just doing what God wants me to do. Guys, there ain't nothing better about me. I'm just like you in every way. I've got faults. I've got failures. Plenty of them. I'm delivering a message to you today. I want you to understand something. Messengers don't write the message. They just carry it. Messengers don't sit and dream this stuff up. They shouldn't. Some of them may. In this day and time. I'm here to deliver a message to you today. Not because it's something I made up, but because I believe this is what God would have you here today. Because listen, that name is precious, y'all. That name is precious. Watch how you use it. Don't allow somebody to use it in your presence. If we church, church, if we don't stand up, if we don't make a stand for our God, for our King, look, if He ain't worth making a stand for, why do you call yourself a Christian? Right? We we consider ourselves Christians. We want to be Christ-like. That's my goal. That's my determination in this life is to be like Him. Why would I want to stand by Unless somebody disgrace His name. 
I want to be like Him, right? That's who I aspire to be like. Isn't that a direct attack at me? Yes. We just want to... Ah, just, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to stir up no trouble. I'll just let it go. And after a while, you don't even notice. You don't even notice when somebody uses God's name wrong. Before long, it's okay that your kids watch certain shows on TV because, well, it's not that bad. I challenge you to find a show that doesn't use the name of God wrong. We need to point it out to our kids. Tell them that ain't right. You think they understand what it means to use God's name in vain? Do you think they understand that? How many of y'all teach your kids to not say, Oh my God. I guarantee you everybody in here does, right? Don't say, Oh my God. You say, Oh my goodness. Or something like that. See, it's not what they're, it's not the feeling behind it that's wrong. It's just handling God commonly. You don't handle the God commonly like that. You don't use Him in common fashion. So if we're all willing to teach them something like that, we need to also teach them the other stuff. Show them that's, that's wrong. Don't, don't do that. You see, we're watching this show and they just said that we don't say that kind of stuff. Now I know y'all don't let your kids just run around and use all kinds of profanity. But this ain't just a lesson about profanity. I'm talking about using the name of God. My holy King and Savior, Jesus, using it wrong. We'll remind you of one scripture and we're going to close. Mark chapter 8 and 38. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words. Listen to this now. I want you to hear the comparison He makes. This is Jesus speaking. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation. I want you to think about that for a minute. Those times that you don't stand up for God. I guarantee you, everybody in here has done it. You realize what you're standing up for by not standing up for Him? He says, if you're ashamed of me in this adulterous and sinful generation, you're allowing something that's just totally defiled and decrepit to take a higher place than God and His values and His Word. Of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. If that don't convict you, I don't know what will. Because see, what you do when you when you sit there in silence and you allow somebody to desecrate the name of God, and you know this is hitting you inside, you know it's wrong, but you sit there anyway. You just allow something that's sinful, that's adulterous, that's, that's defiled, that's corrupted 
to take a higher place than your pure and holy God. Do you really love Him? Is His name sweet on your lips? Is His name sweet in your mouth? When you say His name, does it bring joy? Listen, sometimes I just want to say His name. I just want to say it because I have, I received joy at the, at the sound of the name of Jesus. Does He mean that much to you? Don't allow them filthy, worldly people that have no concern for God. Talk about Him like that. Use His name commonly. You know, that if you look back in the history, it ain't just God. You didn't use the name of a king like that. You know, you could be killed for things like that. Do you know that that it is a felony to even threaten the life of the President of the United States? Do you know that you can go to jail forever, (laughs) basically, just for saying, I think I want to kill the the President? Just for saying something like that, you can go to jail. People run down our God day after day. And where are we at? Where's our heart? See, they do it enough, you get to a point where you don't even notice. You just ignore it and go on. I'm trying to revive something in you this morning. I'm trying to stir up something in you this morning. You ought to take great offense at somebody using the name of Jesus in the wrong way.